Today's show is brought to you by money, uh, hopefully yours. That'll make sense in a minute. Oh, 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 this one time. So, this one time. This one time? <laughs> this, you know what, this one time. This one time. Oh my God, this one time. The podcast. You know how it is, like, most of the time I say to you, <laughs> and how are the titties? <laughs> use that one. I don't know where you're going with it, but you may not use that. Greetings from Bangkok. In just a moment, Lauren Murphy shares how Korean mafia food almost killed him. But before we get there, hello, my lover. Hello, baby. And hello, everyone. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. And have we got a story for you. Listen, people, I'm going to start the show with an apology, and I promise I will get to that thing up front about, what do you mean money, Eero? Last show was about my mom's inability to travel to see us because she got sick. And I then relayed a story about the time that I got deathly sick. And it seems that we've talked a lot on the program, listener, about us getting sick. And I apologize for that. Here's the reality. Shit happens on the road. Sometimes we get sick. It just happens. We just spent the last three weeks in some fantastic places. Place number one, honey, was uh, Khao Lak, you might remember. Yeah. Khao Lak, Southern Thailand, which was awesome. Uh, Week number two was spent in beautiful Chengdu, China, which we are going to talk about. I love Chengdu. Chengdu, China. Uh, And the third week was spent at the lovely Bumungrand Hospital in Bangkok. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of that trip. In case you didn't see the notices that are all over social media, um, my lovely wife caught what I am calling the panda plague. (laughs) Please stop calling it that because it has nothing to do with the pandas. They were super sweet. Yeah, super sweet. And then they tried to kill you. They didn't try to kill me. All fabrications, obviously. Um, So for the listener who's not been paying attention out there, yes, we have spent the majority of last week uh, either in or going to the fantastic facilities of Boomerangrand or Boomlungland, or some other pronunciation (laughs) that doesn't make sense with the letters they use in English to say the name, but it's a very, very nice hospital here in Bangkok, Thailand, and we now are, uh, we're known by the entire staff, we have our special parking place, and I think we're full-time members. Yeah, they're going to give us a plaque. (laughs) Pretty sure that's what's coming up. (laughs) Yes. Oh, sickness is done. So, so, so good news. Let's talk about the good news first. Um, it looks like we're on the uh, the downhill. Why is it a downhill? Uh, that sounds like things are going bad. We're on the upswing. We're on the upswing, but it's the downhill side. How can that be both? Because, you know, it's an uphill <laughs> climb sounds like a bad thing, but uphill is where you want to go when you're healthy. You don't want to go down. Right. No, go I'm, down? I'm on the uphill, upswing of things. We're on the positive side. How about yes. that? We're in the home stretch. Now, I don't want to make a sports analogy. Please don't. We're, you're doing better. You seem to be responding well to antibiotics. Yes. And things hopefully are, are going to go exactly the way they have, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm just trying to get my energy back at this point. As it turns out, systemic infections inside the body uh, suck. Kind of wipe you out. There is a plus side, a, a silver lining uh, around this, this dark cloud that's not just the fact that you're getting better and you're going to be fine. Right. Um, it's the fact that, man, is an international hospital known for medical tourism a fantastic place to, uh, I guess, just see different cultures or the people 
oh, different yeah. cultures. It's yeah. um, I'm going to use the word people watching. Weird. I mean, they just they look weird. Well, I think you saw some interesting signs in your bathroom. That's the other thing. The <laughs> hospital itself has to adapt to the fact that there are people from literally all over the globe, mostly all over Asia. I mean, it's it's an Asian hotspot. Yes, there are right. plenty of Europeans that come over here. There's no doubt. But because you can get here from Asia, which Easily. means anywhere from Russia down to the tip of uh, Vietnam, or it also means from uh, Turkey and the Middle East to India all the way across. Right. That's that's the hotspot. So the vast majority of the clientele that frequent International Hospital, that's exactly how it's pronounced, by the way. <laughs> I think you're making it up. I think the, the tax driver said Bumlanglad. He did. He it's, did. It's spelled boom. And there's no bum, L in rung, there. Grand, but whatever yeah there's no l's anyhow we're getting off, off topic back to the international flavor lots of people from asia and as asia as it turns out has a lot of different people we may say that dude looks asian that means nothing right calling someone asian i now know after spending those days in the hospital with all them asians uh, saying somebody <laughs> looks asian don't mean diddly <laughs> okay Right? I'm not going to argue with you That's on the show. That's a good show. idea. We'll talk As later. I was back to saying, but Asians, man, they're white, they're black, they're mm-hmm. brown, right. they're tints of other colors and thrown in there. They, they look different. But to me, the more impressive thing is the garb. I feel like just in the five hours we spent, well, we spent longer than that, more like 10 to 12 say. hours <laughs> we spent there in the last week. It was like going through 18 different bazaars in all these different countries oh, yeah. with the weird hairdos the weird outfits yeah. the, the the face garbs like the the metal things the chick have on their faces well, I think and stuff. They, we decided those were actually leather Looks they like look metal. like metal but i'm sticking with metal yeah and she didn't have a sword on her hip she wasn't like <laughs> going to the crusades it was nuts yeah. so if there's a silver lining it was the fact that we got to see in five days a fantastic wide menagerie of Asian <laughs> cultures in one hospital. So here's a travel tip, kids. Don't travel the world. Come to Thailand, get sick, go to Blum 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 Hospital, and just enjoy the world. I do not endorse this. <laughs> this is not a good idea. Do not get sick. <laughs> it's also terribly, terribly expensive. That More is about true. that in just a moment. In, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, touch left, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, in, out, in, out, in, touch right, and rest. And so I'm yeah. I'm Lauren is actually what I'm doing now, and I actually have a few projects underway. One of them, which is actually travel related, we actually are launching a. It's called Travel Network on Snapchat. We actually own Travel Network, and uh, we'll be launching in the next coming weeks. It's gonna be, I think, what the future of Snapchat's gonna be, and I'm really hoping that this is the first time you hear this and just say, "Whoa!" Like this was the future of Snapchat. Like I think it's moving in the direction of TV, so that's where we're going. By now you know that Evo's a little obsessed with Snapchat. It fits his personality, so I guess it's okay. Our guest this week, as you heard, has a bit of a Snapchat obsession as well. 
Hi, my name is Lauren Murphy. I am a Snapchat producer. I make short Snapchat films and videos for brands and produce my own content. And I'm also an Instagram and social media manager and consultant. But we're not talking with Lauren about Snapchat. The story he shares is a cautionary tale anyone who travels will eventually face, foreign spices, and the damages they can do. Though to be fair, it usually happens while we're traveling, not just before we leave. And so you're in New York City, and, and tell me what happens. Oh man, so um, my buddy, my buddy Trenton, um, he was working as a chef at this point in New York City in Manhattan. And uh, how terrible is it, by the way? Just just to interrupt a minute. How terrible is it to be named Trenton in? A- <laughs> In this town where Trenton is like right across the water, yeah, right? right, yeah, right over, right over the water, yeah, exactly. That's uh, gotta suck. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know that he cared. He was a very I don't care guy. So I, if anybody made the allusion to it, I mean, but anyway, so he he was working at a, a five star restaurant, and uh, one day we're just like, hey, you know what? Let's go, uh, let's go out and eat, because you know he's been working. I mean, he worked like twelve hour days. So we go into Koreatown by like the Empire State. We go find this nice Korean place. And it's just like this down, like in the cellar almost, right? It's really dark. And it goes straight from New York City to back alley Koreatown, like zero to 100 real quick. There is not one fluorescent light in this entire place. It's all red. Everything is red. Everyone's speaking Korean. Yeah, this is like, so, so when I, I actually told this story uh, to my parents and they said, you, you probably walked right into a Korean mafia. I'm like, yeah, this, this was straight up the Korean mafia. So we sit down, we get served. And uh, it's just this Korean guy, doesn't speak like barely any English. And we get a pint of beer, he gets some spicy squid, and I get some spicy chicken. Of course, not thinking, spicy in Korean is like, like a spicy Korean 10 compared to what I want, which is like a Buffalo Wild Wing 1. You know, like there's there's a huge difference here. I I did not expect what was coming for me, <laughs> and uh, mind you, again, that this is to go on an airplane for 16 hours and about oh. like I, I can't remember if it was like a day, the next day or the, the like two days after that, but it was right after this, and I remember it was still miserable. And so this guy serves us, he brings us the food, and then he just leaves us there for an hour, and we're. Oh, yeah, so yeah. so we're left there for an hour, and we're like, man, we don't know what to do, and and yet then there's like, there's these, like, the booth is like a wall. There's no like way to really see people. It's kind of it's very very sketchy. It's very sketchy. Oh, right, one of these places where that's that like, hidden spot back inside, so you can have your secret meetings and you know lay your plans for world domination or just selling more cocaine. It's one of those places. Yeah. it's not a big open area where. Yeah, this is not a place. This is a place for for young Jewish suburb kids like myself that we just don't belong. <laughs> uh, so so this guy. He's gone. He's disappeared. And we noticed that there's this huge, like, this huge table in the center with this family. And it, it's just like they're every sir, like everybody there is just serving them. And nobody's paying attention to anybody else. And we're just like, fuck it. Like, I'll just get up. And we're just leaving. Left a little cash and got up and we left. Like, we looked down. We're like, no one was there to, to greet people. No, it was just weird. And, and we got out of there. And uh, we definitely shorted them. Like, without a doubt, in my mind, we shorted them. 
great idea. Skip out on the Korean mafia. Yeah, and so now it's in the public, and of course I, I am likely to probably get Korean mafia after me now. But like, so we, we probably shorted them. We walk out of this place, and I'm just like, dude, I am just not feeling it. Like, that was not a cool experience. That was really spicy. Two or three hours later... I am sick to my stomach, and I spent my mm-hmm. next like day or two, whatever it was, in New York, just just sitting at his apartment, just like sick, and it was the the worst experience ever. And I will never, ever, ever order anything spicy in Koreatown ever again. It was the worst. I mean, like Koreans are definitely tough people, without a doubt in my mind. It, like, like I hear that the healthcare system is not so great for Americans. I know why. It's because these people are eating such spicy food. I mean, they're just killing right. everything in them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was, and I was on a plane. I was on a plane going through this, and I, I mean, this is straight oh. up food poisoning you're going through after. <laughs> and like here, yeah. I, here I am, poor me, my first international flight, <laughs> and then just oh man, it was rough. That was rough. Welcome to Israel. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to greet you. Like, like, hey, like, let's find out how the bathroom facilities are here. And surprisingly enough, they're just as good as you would think. The non sequitur is a little thing I always put in before we begin the I ending. know what a non sequitur is. That's what this is. Do I need to say something? Do your part. Next up, Evo has something special to announce. But first, we need to thank our sponsor, Travelsmith. Yes, thank you very much, Travelsmith. Travelsmith.com for all of your clothing and accessories needs traveling. They just make it so much easier. Yay, yay, Travelsmith. Now, I believe you wanted to talk to our patrons. I do. I want to talk to the patrons. I've been teasing the whole money thing. Uh, and, and so here it is. So just to recap, for those that don't know, patrons, our lovely patrons, dozens of people out there, get postcards from us because they send us a couple of bucks for the show. Thank you very much, patrons, for doing that. We were very happy to send you out your postcards from Chengdu, China. So here's the deal. We have a lot of extra postcards now. That we do. And we also have, uh, what's the opposite of extra? Negative. Negative amount of money (laughs) because of the five days you've basically spent in the hospital. Good news. Good news. uh, Thailand. Things are cheaper. Uh, also, good news, we had insurance. Uh, bad news, shitty insurance. Really? Covered about insurance? 10% of the bills. Oh, not even that. If that. I'm trying to be nice. Um, and so we've racked up kind of a little healthy bill here. So we're, we're definitely going to deficit spending before we're too terribly long. So if you've been thinking about supporting us on Patreon, uh, now is a fantastic time. So you can go to Patreon and support us on a monthly basis. Or if you just want to throw us some cash immediately, that's perfectly fine too. Whoever steps up and supports us now is going to get those extra postcards we've been collecting along the way. I will send them to you out of sequence. So sign up wherever you would like to. Go to shivo.wtf slash postcards and get on the Patreon list or drop us a line and say, how can I support you? We're on Dwala, we're on PayPal, we're on all of those things, uh, and we'll get you some special postcards. Plus, I have some fantastic uh, koozies we got from the Lost Plates Tour from Chengdu, and other little gifts and goodies that we've collected along the way. So anybody that wants to support us this month, this week, right effing now, because we're out of money, seriously, uh, would be awesome. We'll send you a little gift, because that's how cool we are. I would even do a special drawing. She will take custom requests or send me one of the ones she has right now. She's been getting back into that because she's had nothing else to do for the last five days of sitting in the draw. Um, 
That would be a good thing too. So whatever you want, people, we are begging for money. Yeah, I know we're doing it. I'm sorry. It's kind <laughs> of a pain so in the ass thing to do. But uh, this was kind of expensive. Good news is though, she's healthy and she's alive. Our music is by Valea Valea. Thanks for listening, listener. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. For more information about us, all the things that we do, and all the money we blow at a hospital, holy cow, was that expensive? Check it out at shivo.wtf.com.